Hello, fellow warriors. This is Valerie Silvera, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Today, I wanted to share with you seven ways to stay inspired in tough times. This was actually a blog post that is up on my website that I did a few months back, and the subject matter is still so relevant that I figured it made sense to bring it to a podcast episode. There are so many concerning events going on in our country, for sure, and certainly around the world. And so we're in probably one of the most difficult times collectively that most of us can remember. But you know what? It is difficult to stay inspired even in the best of times under the most positive of circumstances because life happens. Things come at us. Unexpected events occur. And we even have those voices in our head. I call them beasts. The beasts that whisper in our ears and scream in our face and tell us to be afraid or to go to worst case scenario, to focus on all that is going wrong. Keep us in that constant state of anxiety. And it seems Everybody's struggling right now in some way, shape, or form. Before all hell broke loose in the United States, people were already dealing with significant challenges. We call that life. The current chaos and uncertainty and stress and fear is really off the charts right now. And so I just wanted to give you some tips to think about. And some of them are going to be pretty obvious, but when we get stuck in that stress mode and we're all clenched up, I mean, literally sometimes physically clenched up, our our muscles are tense and we're so stressed out, we can forget about these ways that you can de-stress. According to the American Psychological Society, more than eight in 10 Americans, that's 83% actually, say that our nation's future is a significant source of stress. Wow. Like I said, we already have enough stress in our individual lives or being concerned about our loved ones. And we've got to be concerned about our country too. I don't even want to get into that because that's a whole nother matter. But like I said, what I really want to do is just help you. And and first, I think one thing you have to keep reminding yourself is that most life events, I mean, forget the economy or politics or any of that. Most life events are beyond our control. I know we hate that, don't we? Because we really want to have control over things. And so we try desperately. We do that white knuckle grip on things, right? I'm going to hang on to this thing and I'm going to steer it and try to make it happen. And you're talking to a person who was wired to make stuff happen. So I understand how challenging it is to let go. But we've got to figure out how to just de-stress. And one of the things is letting go of control. And by the way, I'm right now getting close to the end of revamping our nine actions. They've been known as the nine actions and also the nine actions to battle your beast. And they've been renamed to the Nine Weapons of Hope. Don't you love that? And I've added so much more to them. And we're going to have some new courses coming out. And I'm pretty excited about it. But one of them is on control. And 
we call this weapon of hope your release. That would be a really great one if you have difficulty letting go, forgiving, all that kind of stuff, that perfection perfection tendency. The things that, that we're basically talking about here is that, that sense of control or needing to control things. Unfortunately, the fact is that we can control our thoughts, our words, and our actions, and to a large degree, our feelings. And that's about it. We don't have control over pretty much everything else. And so that's one thing to really just keep in mind because that, it's just a great reminder when we feel that need to control or we think we should have control over something or someone. So let me give you these seven simple ways that you can unplug and de-stress. I mean, I was going over these again this morning and thinking, dang, I need to pay attention to this. I need to jump into some of these seven things. Use these tips to get inspired and motivated and allow them to give you some hope for the future. Okay, here's the first thing. Turn off the news. My goodness, gone are the days when the news was simply reported. For some reason, I keep thinking about Walter Cronkite. And for those of you old enough to remember him, you'll know exactly. You can picture him. For those of you that are younger and have really lived in this age of news media that doesn't report the way Walter Cronkite did, you'll just have to picture it. So this was the way the news was. And Walter Cronkite was a perfect example. So he would sit behind a desk. I mean, imagine this. And he would report the news. That's it. No opinions, no cramming opinions down our throat, no trying to sway us one way or another. He just reported the news. Boy, those were good days, my friends. The day when the government and the media and we were just trusted to figure stuff out for ourselves and to believe what we wanted to believe and understand it in the way that made sense to us. Sorry, those days are gone. So... Now everything is debated and argued to death. It's these 24-hour news channels. I mean, think about it. There's not that much new news. So with 24-hour news channels coming on, they had to figure out how to yak about something for 24 hours. So you have to take the same issues and debate them and dissect them ad nauseum. I mean, it's crazy. There seems to be nothing left for us to ponder. Instead, everybody's choosing up sides, and the fight begins. I mean, listen, stay informed. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I don't read the news. I will pop on, get a couple highlights. But here's the thing. If you have an app, a news app, and you pop on for, you know, two minutes, and then you do it eight hours later, it's the same articles, the same news, the same talking heads. So, yes, we need to stay informed, but... That is a, such a source of stress because of the news. Like I said, it used to be they had morning news and evening news, and it was the same news, essentially, unless something big happened during the day. And But it was because people would catch it either in the morning or in the evening. Now it's 24 hours, and it's blah, 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 and on and on. And it is stressful. Sometimes my husband will put on the news in his office, and I can hear it. And even if I agree with what is being said, it's just stressful. It's just, I don't need to continuously hear it. So that's my advice for you. Turn off the news. 
stay informed, but just have less of that bombardment constantly. Okay, my second way to stay inspired in tough times is to skip most social media. A lot of you follow me on social media and connect with me in that way, and that's fantastic. But as with the news, most social media has become a place to debate and tear each other down. My goodness, can't you disagree without tearing each other down as a human being? I mean, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. And there are still wonderful people with great messages on social media and maybe friends and family that are wonderful to connect with. But you have to be really mindful. I mean, we have to be very responsible if we are going to participate in social media. You have to be careful about who you follow and what you look at and, and what you allow to be in your feed. So somebody was telling me the other day, well, you know, I just scroll through and I skip things. Well, you know, you don't really skip things because our brains are like computers and everything goes in and it's in there. You don't really skip it. Even if you skip it, you don't really skip it. You hear what I'm saying? And so not that many months ago, I decided that I wasn't very active on my personal Facebook page at all anyway, but it wasn't useful to me to when I went on social media for my business presence and wanting to, you know, interact that way, I would see these things in my feed that didn't help me. I didn't need to be distracted. I didn't need a time sucker. And so I just got rid of all my friends, not my friends, but my so-called friends on Facebook. And so my feed is very clean. I, I have a couple of pages that I follow, but other than that, that's it. So when I get on there, there's nothing for me to be distracted by. I'm not even tempted because there's nothing for me to be tempted with. So you might want to consider cleaning up your feet a little bit. Unfriend so-called friends if there's just too much content that's coming at you in your feed. And, you know, stop worrying so much about, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to be upset with me because I unfriended them on Facebook. Most people wouldn't even notice. But this, by the way, this is your life. Your peace of mind is more important than being concerned about that. They'll get over it. Your peace of mind is valuable. So we have turn off the news and skipped most social media. The third thing is play games. And when I wrote this article, the same message that I'm giving you here is I had said that my son and my daughter-in-law came over and we played a fun game, a card game called 99. And it's just an easy and fast-paced game, but it was really, really fun. And they told me that they had had a game night the weekend before, and they played Clue. I mean, they don't even know this yet, but I bought a Clue game after that because I love that game. And gosh, that just reminded me right now. I'm going to see if they want to come over soon and have a game night and play Clue. I guess they often play Monopoly. I mean, there's endless games that you could choose. Games are fun, and they can be lighthearted like this 99. We also play this game called Left, Right, Center, which is a children's dice game, but we play it with a whole $3. And boy, it gets pretty crazy. So you can have games that are simple and not so stressful because gosh, they can be stressful, right? When they're really competitive, you can have games that are super competitive, some that are really funny. So choose some games, have a game night. So turn off the news, skip most social media play games. Okay, my fourth one is to get around some children. 
I don't have many children in my life. I have uh, some great nieces and nephews, but most of them live in a different state. I have one that lives in this state and area around me, and I love interacting with her. That is, she's only almost two years old, but just the joy and how pure their hearts are, how innocent they are. It really inspires my heart to be around children. And I spent some time with a five-year-old recently, and we just told jokes. So it was really, really fun pulling out those clean jokes from our childhood and watching this little girl realize the joke's meaning and then laugh along with us. Or sometimes I don't even know if she understood the meaning, but we would laugh, and so she would laugh. It was just precious. Children are a constant source of entertainment, wonder, and creativity. If you want to get out of a bad mood in a hurry, get around some kids. So we're going to turn off the news, skip most social media, play some games, and get around some children. Here's my fifth tip. Spend some time with animals. Oh my gosh. Animals, they always make us laugh. They warm our hearts. I took a bike ride. Well, I take a bike ride all the time, but I took a bike ride this one particular day and I was looking around thinking, wow, it's amazing how many people are out walking with their dogs or playing with them at the dog parks. One time my son sent me a video of him just throwing a ball to his dog and his dog bringing it back to him and it warmed my heart. If you have a pet, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Dogs are, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, oh, I'm, I just want to please you, I want to please you. Now, for the last many years, I've had cats. Cats are not so much, I want to please you. It's more like, what can you do for me? <laughs> but, but they are entertaining as heck. If what you have is a fish, they're fun to watch. Animals, in a similar way as children, they really warm our hearts. So spend time with animals. Read inspiring or motivational books is my sixth way to stay inspired in tough times. Reading seems to be a bit of a dying art. I absolutely love to read, but I have to admit, when was the last time I sat down and just read a book? Well, that's not true. About a month or so ago, I read about three books. But read inspiring or motivational books specifically. I think that it is a valuable use of your time. It seems that, back to social media, you can spend two or three hours scrolling. Think about it throughout a day easily. You could have read a book or a large part of a book. Get lost in a book. A mystery can get the creative juices flowing and keep your mind active. Historical novels, if you like those, they can transport you back in time. The Bible or spiritual books, they keep you grounded and hopeful. You can even read one of my books if you want. The seventh thing, a seven way to stay inspired in tough times is to listen to music. When was the last time you listened to music that made you feel alive? Often a few notes. Has this ever happened to you? Just a few notes can bring tears to your eyes. Some songs make us want to dance in the middle of a grocery store. I think you should actually do that. Dance in the middle of the grocery store. 
put on some music and allow it to make you feel whatever it is you want to feel. The important thing is that you take control of your mindset and stop allowing the media, social media, negative people, whatever it is to take your thoughts captive. It's up to you to decide what you think about. So use the seven tips that I've given you. Use them to help you stay inspired in tough times and even beyond. You could continue to do these things. So let's go back real quick. The seven ways are to turn off the news, skip most social media, play games, get around some children, spend time with animals, read inspiring and motivational books, and listen to music. Your purpose on this earth, the number of people that you have the ability to touch and inspire and motivate is too important. It's too valuable for you to get stuck being worried and scared and filled with anxiety and concerned over things that you have no control over anyway. You got to unplug, especially in these really crazy times of this coronavirus and all the politics and, and all the uncertainty, even more uncertainty than ever. It's more important for you to be responsible for keeping your mind in the right place. And that way your heart will be more at peace. So those are my seven ways to stay inspired in tough times. Be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss notifications for any upcoming episodes. We are just about finished with our new and improved website, and I will be really excited to unveil that to you. But I always have blog posts there and information, and I hope that you're on my email list so you can stay updated and Join that VIP group that gets the latest and greatest information. Okay, my friend, stay inspired. Don't allow fear and worry and concern and anxiety to drag you down. You're too valuable. Whatever you're going through, you're not alone. I'm standing right there with you. And I want you to always remember that your story matters. So live it courageously. 